Hey teacher friend, are you thinking your writing time could really be a lot better? Are you wanting your students to just love writing and feel successful as writers? If so, I think you and I need to spend some time starting the transformation of your writing instruction. Let's get started. Hi everyone. I hope everyone is doing so well today and I hope you've tried something new in writing recently. It's been a little while since I've been on here to make a podcast and I really missed it. And um, I'm so happy that I'm here again. Now, the topic that we're going to talk about today, you may feel like we've kind of gone over this before, but I really think it's important. And as I've been working with teachers in writing, um, starting writers workshop recently, uh, many of them, I keep having the same thing come up over and over again. And I did kind of discuss it in the last episode of Transformation Troubles, but I'm going to go into it a little bit more today. So um, it is that of really allowing students to write on their own, write according to their own ability, and not provide them with, I'm going to say, extra support but I could even just say support or providing them with a structure in order to get things right, I'm going to say. And so as we talk about that, let me kind of choose a couple of analogies. I want you to think about teaching someone to drive, which by the way, my daughter's only 14, but it'll be here soon enough and I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Um, But I want you to think about teaching someone to drive and imagining, okay, so they have a lot they need to hear about first, right? You have to tell them the things about safety and the first few things they should do when they get in the car. And there are things that they need to know ahead of time, of course. But no matter how much you tell them, if they don't get in that car and put it in drive, you have no idea what they need from you. Now, maybe if you discussed with them a little bit and they asked you questions or they told you what you knew, what they knew, that that would be helpful for sure. But until they actually start, you don't really know what they need from you. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to use another one. I think I like this one better. Imagine a baby starting to walk. And as anyone, you know, it doesn't just have to be a, a parent, but someone around them, especially if you're, you know, new to this, to this, you know, helping a child to walk for the first time, you're worried that they're going to fall. You know, you don't want them to be scared. You don't want them to get hurt, even though we know that that little um, fall down from, you know, less than a foot off the floor, I guess, I don't know, is really not going to be that bad. You're worried about it. And so some people might hold want to hold their hand or hold them up. Um, and you might want to, you know, be right in front of them. But has it ever happened where they actually take a couple steps and you didn't even realize they could do that? Or even a baby just trying to stand, like they can actually hold themselves up way more than you thought. And then even if they don't, And they start to stand up and they sit right back down. You thought, okay, well, maybe they're not quite ready for that yet. But do you know what I mean? Like you don't know what they can do unless you let them do it. 
they have to try to do it. Even, and not just to let you know what they can do, but even to be able to get better. They cannot get better unless they do it. So when you think about letting students, and you know, yes, this is a little bit more geared towards the the lower grades because in the upper grades, they can they can write something. Obviously, they can write something they might not want to, they might not think they can. So that's a little bit of another issue. But in the lower grades, you know, K1, 2, sometimes even 3, I guess, I see a lot of um, teachers who, one, think, well, you know, if they're not used to coming up with ideas on their own, then I shouldn't let them, you know, do that. I should, I should give them something to write about, or I should give them a couple of choices of things to write about because they're just not really sure how to do that. And I completely appreciate you not wanting them to feel as though they can't do it or not wanting them to fail. However, this is how we learn. And if you are always trying to give students what they're going to write about because you think it's supporting them, you're also not, that's not giving them the chance to do it. They're not even getting a chance to try. And how are they ever going to get better at coming up with their own ideas or being confident enough or willing enough to try to write about something that they think about if you're keeping that choice away from them? They need to be able to keep growing in that. They need to be able to keep trying. You know, you can't ride a bike and you can't walk and you can't drive if you don't get the chance to do that from the beginning on your own. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the car. You're 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 having this teenager in the car, and from the very beginning, you're saying, okay, put your foot on the gas, but not too hard, or put you know you have to move it into driver. You have to do this, you have to do that. If you don't let them think about that on their own, they're never going to get that <clears throat> pattern of the process in their head um, independently. So they would always need you in the car. This student's always going to need you to give them something if you never get them give them a chance to do that on their own. Now, this is the same with trying to think of, um, you know, even sentence structure. Sentence structure. Now, this has to do with even upper grades. I've heard fourth and fifth grade teachers talk about students, you know, and having trouble being able to do a narrative piece of writing or an informational piece of writing because they say their sentence structure is so poor that they don't know what a complete sentence is or they don't have very developed sentences. Okay, I understand that. How do you expect them to learn how to write those sentences if you're always providing them with the support and how to do so? You're always giving them sentence starters or you're always correcting their work and not letting them compose in the way that they know how to do it. They have to be able to progress from where they are to the next step. Yes, our goal is to get them to write complete sentences and varied sentences, but we have to be able to let them write at the ability, um, you know, at their ability so that they can move on. We need to be able to see what they're able to do, what they can compose on their own before we can decide what we need to have them work on. One thing that helped me with this is when I heard Mary Erin Worth say that grammar is in the approximation stage until about 10th grade. 
Now, that doesn't mean that they don't have any grammar knowledge or they're not able to apply any grammar skills. It just means in order to have, you know, have applied all the grammar skills well, it takes that long. Now, think about this. You could teach students how to write a complete sentence, and I'm not saying you shouldn't teach this. I'm just saying you have to let them write on their own in order to help them with that. You can teach them separately sentence structure. I'm just saying you can't make them have a perfect sentence when they're writing all the time. You have to let them do that. But imagine you're teaching a a student a simple sentence in the younger grades and you're teaching them a capital and a period. But then they go and do it on their own and they don't have this one sentence they have to write. and, And they're writing multiple sentences and they're also thinking about all the other ways to be a writer, you know, and to compose something well. And so, of course, some of those things are going to trail off a little bit. And then even when they get to the point where they are writing in sentence form, they mostly have, you know, punctuation when they need it. As they become even stronger writers and they're applying more craft um, ideas into their work and they are having even more developed sentences, then they have to think about more things to do with grammar and mechanics. And so now they might even um, backtrack a little bit in in the way that they structure things or in the way they apply their mechanics because they're they're using all this new knowledge. You know, it really has to be a concrete skill, a mastered skill in order to keep it going um, for a while. And so so it takes a little while. So imagine 10th grade, you know, you've been working on this for how many years and you 10th grade is when it starts to really be mastered. So perhaps that would be helpful in thinking about um, what you're expecting from students or, you know, what you're allowing them to do. And, um, you know, hopefully it won't get you as frustrated when you think about things they're not applying. It doesn't mean that they hasn't been taught or that it's not in there for them somewhere, but their writing is continuing to develop. And so that's just something to think about. So I know I've said before that you really want to have a baseline assessment for your students so that you know where they are. And it is super helpful. And as soon as you see that first one, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to say, oh, okay, that's what they can do. Hmm, I'm pushing them too much. Or, oh, okay, that's what they can do. That's really better than I thought. Or you're going to look at these and say, oh my gosh, they don't know what they're doing. I need to help them. I need to give them a graphic organizer or I need to give them a sentence prompt or I need to, you know, teach them this before I can ever let them write again. But please don't let yourself think that. When you see that students are are not capable of what you believe or they're not meeting the expectation of the grade level or maybe you think they're so far away from the expectation of the grade level, that doesn't mean that we have to swoop in and take over for them, how is that going to let them or allow them to grow as a writer? When you swoop in and stop that baby from walking because they're a little wobbly, they're not going to get better. If you swoop in and tell that driver all the things they should be doing, I mean, I know we need to keep them safe, but that's not going to help them get better. You can't stop them from moving on. You have to let them do it. So what did we learn? We learned that if we provide too much support, we are stopping them from learning. You know, imagine you're, you're talking to your partner 
about something that you're trying new and they keep telling you this and telling you that and you say, just let me do it by myself, right? Well, that's what the kids need to be saying to some of us when we're trying to give them too much help or too much support. Now, if they're not used to it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for them, but that doesn't mean we need to swoop in again. It just means we need to work through the hard with them. We need to encourage them and keep teaching them and keep celebrating them to work through the hard so that they can get better, so they can be better writers. So I want you to think about the one takeaway you have from today, and I want you to consider it when you go into your classroom and you work with your students on writing. And then if you forget, I want you to come back and listen to this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you again for listening, teachers. And if you liked what you heard and you have a second to do so, please give me a review um, wherever you listen to your podcasts and others will be able to hear what you or see and hear what you like about the podcast. Um, We also have a, well, I, sorry, have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform. You can like that as well. And a Facebook group which is Transform Writing K through 8, where you can kind of hear from others and get some other information from me. Um, I also have a YouTube channel where you can watch some videos about transforming your writing time. Have a great day.